0: Welcome to Asset Protection today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I'm Jason Kong here with the man himself, Attorney Bill Alexander. And Bill, I know we're getting really close to Christmas because your your ties just get more festive and festive. That's that's how I can accurately gauge how close I we are. I love my to-
1: Christmas ties, and I obviously only wear them pretty much between Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas Day. I mean, but you know hey i enjoy the uh, i enjoy having the different ties and you know it gets me away from the old tried and true ties that i wear all the time so hey there's <laughs> only a, a short
0: amount of time that we have to utilize them yeah. so you got to make yeah. use of it while you can
1: well you know you never know maybe maybe i'll get another christmas tie uh, at christmas you know it's it's uh, but you know there's one week to go and uh, a week from today will be christmas eve so I, I hope that most of us have completed our shopping lists and those kinds of things, and that we have, uh, a, at least we have our list for groceries uh, for the next weekend and and uh, those kind of things. It's, it's a festive time of year. I suspect uh, folks are uh getting ready for parties tonight either that or they went to them last weekend or they probably went last weekend and they have another one this weekend and you know those those kinds of of things uh actually uh and uh, while i, I haven't uh, had anyone who did do, uh, who does this um uh, back uh, in my hometown uh we had um uh, uh um uh, the mother of a good friend of ours had a a Christmas party every year. Uh, but her party was an after-Christmas party, and it was on Christmas Day. Uh, and it was on Christmas Day mid-afternoon to, you know, early evening. And guess what? That's a time where most people don't have a darn thing to do, you know? <laughs> and so... Her parties were always festive and, and uh, lots and lots and lots of people. Uh, so anybody who had not gone out of town uh, to, to be with other family members uh, were pretty much at her party. And and that was pretty cool. That's, that's something that we need to get more people uh, doing uh, because I, I can't think of a better time to actually uh, be with friends uh, when they can actually come and be delighted to be there. (laughs) You know, sometimes uh, uh, festivities um, you you go to begrudgingly, I mean, uh, at least for some of the guys. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if there's a football game or something else on that conflicts with uh, what's going on. Um, but, you know, I mean, this is a wonderful time of year, and it is a nice time, although I will say this, and this is somewhat scary. I, uh, I went to a wonderful, wonderful program uh, this past, uh, you know, last weekend, uh, and the place was packed. I, I mean, it was packed for good reason. I mean, it was... This, this was the, the celebration that I mentioned uh, last week at Christ Baptist Church, you know, and, and man, what a wonderful, wonderful, uh, I, I, I guess I should call it a production rather than a service. I mean, it was both. Uh, it was all music, but it was uh, just, uh, but the fact is, is, we were crammed in like sardines because, you know, they were just, it was wonderfully packed. But, in fact, uh, uh, my wife and I, we were sitting on the steps (laughs) because there wasn't a seat in the house. And we were not late. Uh, It was just, uh, if you weren't 30 minutes early, you know, getting a seat was uh, pretty pretty tough. Uh, But it was well worth... uh, I mean, it was just absolutely wonderful. But, and I will say this uh, there are very few masks being worn in the audience. And now that we know what's going on, and, you know, we if, if you haven't, you know, they're talking about the World Cup being a super spreader, uh, and that when Americans come back to this country from the World Cup, uh, there's going to be even more of an outbreak uh, of COVID and RSV and flu and pneumonia uh, than we're already experiencing. And I hope you haven't been to CVS or Walgreens or any uh, drugstore lately, cause there's no cold medication. There's no flu medication. I mean, it's off the shelves. I mean, if, the, if there's a, a bottle to be had you're fortunate, and you better get it, because the fact is, is that there are so many, people don't realize how many people are sick. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment uh, canceled this past week uh, because the doctor is sick, (laughs) you know, and, you know, I think that as a community, we have to button up again. Uh, We have to start wearing masks again, and being more careful about washing our hands, uh, regular. I mean, of course, fact is we should be doing that anyway. But in essence, um, if we don't, um, this winter is going to be ten times worse than, than because of disease, and and um, we need to we need to protect ourselves and we need to protect others. As it relates to that, Um, but you know, I I don't want to be talking about things to get down. I'm just saying that you know, um, we do need to protect ourselves um, when, particularly when we're in crowds, and and that might be in church, it might uh, be at a party, it might be otherwise. And don't misunderstand. I'm not saying don't go to the parties, and I'm not saying don't go to church. In fact, I'm saying do go. <laughs> but uh, but it's it's the kind of thing where, uh, you know, and, and one of the things this year that, um, that I actually uh, appreciate is the fact that Christmas isn't actually falling on Sunday this year. And I always think that's extra special. Um, and, you know, some families... Um, will celebrate the the santa claus christmas on christmas eve and other families traditionally celebrated on christmas day um, my family's one on, on christmas day but you know don't forget that whichever way you go uh, there is a service celebrating the real purpose of christmas uh, on both Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day this year, which I think is a wonderful opportunity uh, for us to actually celebrate not only the, the gleam in the children's eyes uh, on uh, Christmas morning for presents under the tree, but also to give thanks for uh, all of the gifts that, that we have been given uh, uh, now and in the future. So, you know, that that's a really important uh, thing. Um, one of the things that I enjoyed this past week uh, was I was scrolling through uh, uh, trying to find something uh, other than Hallmark <laughs> to watch. And I actually enjoy those this time of year. But at the same time, the, uh, you know, the, the theme of the Hallmark movies are pretty predictable. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I found one that I really wanted to watch, and, and, it, uh, and I'm sure that a lot of folks have seen it. And if you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. Um, and I'll ask you, it, it's, uh, the movie is entitled, If I Could Only Imagine. Have, have you seen that?
0: I have not seen that one.
1: Well, it's it's a movie that's based on the life of the young man who wrote uh, the song, If if I Can Only Imagine, which um, that, that song, if you will remember, just a few years ago, was the most um, requested song on the radio for weeks and weeks and weeks. It was... Uh, Triple Platinum, uh, or it became a Triple Platinum uh, uh, song. Uh, number, still is, by far, the number one Christian song, uh, period. But, I mean, it was number one on all the charts, not just on the Christmas uh, charts. But the movie, quite frankly, is wonderful. And I would encourage people uh, uh, to, uh, to see the movie because uh, it, it truly is um, a special movie any time of year, but certainly this time of year. And just the theme of I could, if I could only imagine uh, is a wonderful thing to think about as uh, this time of year and all the years, because, and, and, um, I mean, when, when I think about that, uh, I also, uh, this will sound weird, but you know, you, how your mind goes to different things. Well, back 30 years ago, when we were taking our kids to to Disney World in Florida, um, part, uh, they're, they're um, oh, I can't even think. It's not in the... Uh, Magic Kingdom, but in one of the other parks, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Maybe
0: Epcot or MGM?
1: I think it was Epcot, but part of it was um, uh, called the Imagination, okay? (laughs) You remember that? I don't know if they still have it or not, but it was a wonderful exhibit you know talking about the nation of imagination and so I just thought that was I had never thought about it before I went to Disney World and and it was just that was pretty pretty cool but you know uh truthfully uh, it, it, if I could only imagine quite frankly uh it would be a world without conflict um I mean, just think of what's going on in the world right now and the suffering that it causes. It would be a world without hunger. Um, You know, one of the things that is um, good about our uh, community is the Food Bank of Eastern North Carolina. I would encourage people to give to that because it reduces, doesn't eliminate it for sure. There's a lot more that we should do. Uh, you know, there are a lot of um, uh, folks that take food to the elderly, uh, which uh, of course a lot of the churches are in- involved in that, which is a really important thing as well. Um, uh, but you know, the food bank really does a, a good job of, of providing, and they need our financial support and they need our food too, if we, if we have food that we can do thinking about it, you know, this this week has been a week where the the some of the children's hospitals have been raising money and just imagine a world without disease. And you know, the the fact is is that um, you know, nobody deserves it. <laughs> I mean, I don't care how bad you are, you don't deserve to have to suffer through things but there are lot, many of us are not healthy and we have uh, situations where we just have to deal with it um, but it, you know and quite frankly particularly with the way things have gone uh, in this country and around the world uh, if I could only imagine a, a world where people of differing faiths and differing beliefs could come together uh, could compromise, uh, could, could live together in harmony, um, that would be a, a wonderful world. And I don't—it's uh, uh, hard to imagine, if, <laughs> if you will. But, uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, uh, I have to say that this country uh, in the past actually was better— where people could come together and have different ideas, different politics, different face, and compromise and live together in harmony. And you see that less and less today. And I and it's like, what is happening uh, to us as Americans that we that people have difficulty recognizing that we have different opinions and it's okay To have differing opinions and just because somebody doesn't agree with you uh, doesn't mean that they're horrible people. It just means that um, they have differing opinions. I mean one way to think of it, (laughs) I mean, is this. Does your spouse agree with you on everything? And I guarantee you, I know the answer to that. <laughs> Just ask my wife. <laughs> so, the point is, is that we can love people that don't agree with us about everything, you know. And the fact is, is you got to pick your battles and, you know, let the things slide off. That need to slide off so that you can live together in harmony, and it's not only true for families, but it's true for communities, and it's true for our nation, and it's true for the world, isn't it? It is,
0: and that's wonderful perspective, Bill. And uh, I, if if we could only imagine that coming true, I think that would be, uh, you know, be a utopia in a sense. You know, it'd be such a wonderful change and uh, we can all do our part to just be a little bit better in that regard and yeah, let some things slide off our back and not get as upset and angry we're going to take a quick break though we've got plenty to get to don't forget that bill has his free webinars the second wednesday of every month we just passed the uh december webinars but hey if you want to start out 2023 on the right foot and learn more about long-term care assistance financial assistance available for long-term care whether it's through medicaid or va benefits or if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning bill's first webinar of 2023 is happening on wednesday january 11th wednesday january 11th go to wgalaw.com to learn more click on the seminars button at the top of the page a quick break and back with more this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be right back Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, for those who have listened to this program for any amount of time, they know that There's a popular phrase on this program, and we're gonna be talking about that phrase. And that phrase is, you don't know what you don't know.
1: Well, uh, you know, I do need to uh, refocus my comments on things that uh, uh, are a part of asset protection and the things that we uh, need to do. Uh, And exactly, uh, we don't know what we don't know Uh, and it's really important for us to realize that no one knows everything Uh, and that there are lots of spaces in our lives where um, and, and it might be because we have never taken an interest in it. It might be because we've never had to deal with it before, because experience actually does teach us an awful lot. And quite frankly, the, uh, there, there's no one out there, uh, even professionals, and it doesn't matter what profession you're talking about, whether you're talking about an athlete uh, or a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer or an architect or pick one, doesn't matter, uh, or it just, it, it could be a, a contractor. Uh, you know, the fact is um, that we all make mistakes. And part of the reason we make mistakes is the fact that what? We don't know what we don't know. Uh, And the fact is, we can't know what we don't know. (laughs) So, uh, and here's the worst of all of the worst. You know what that is? That's believing that we know something when it's not true. In other words, we're convinced that we know what, you know the truth of the matter when the fact is that we're wrong that it's not the truth and it's actually false um and so and i'm not talking about truth versus alternative truths or anything like that i'm not trying to get into politics i'm trying really to talk about the fact that oftentimes we believe things uh, it might be because friends have told us or we've asked and we, th- we think we've gotten the right answer from people we trust and the folks, uh, and th- they're just wrong. Uh, or it may be that because of some experience we've had that, you know, again, we think we know the truth when because of a misunderstanding, we don't. Uh, You know, the fact is, is that even when we observe things, sometimes we're not observing it with the right lenses. You know, you can ask any litigation attorney, you know, if five people see the same automobile accident or the same whatever, and, you know, 10 minutes later, you ask each individual what happened— do you think you'll get a consistent story? No, you don't, because there's variation in each, what each person uh, saw and heard and ultimately remembered from that experience. And oftentimes what we actually see and hear is filtered. Uh, and guess what filters it? our own experience, right? I mean, that's what we do when we grow up. And so it's actually how we perceive things and, and uh, bring it in. Uh, so, I mean, and I deal with this in, in my law practice every day. Um, the and, and most of the folks who've listened to me at all uh, realize that one of the key myths about Medicaid, which is a very important program, not only to folks without income and without property, but it's it's a huge program for the middle class uh, because there's there are very few people who have a long-term care crisis that don't need financial help. And I'll be the first to say that there are lots of gaps there's a huge hole in our safety net and so there are lots of folks who have nothing but they can't get help you know and so there's a myth there you know what the myth is that if we don't have anything the government will take care of us baloney <laughs> that is so untrue but the other side of that coin is that if we're not poor, we cannot get government assistance. You know what? That's baloney as well. And it's the kind of thing where um, oftentimes people continue to believe what they want to believe uh, until they're in a crisis. And then it's like if if they act on what they believe to be true— then they're making huge mistakes that cost the family everything they have when they don't need to. And that's one of the things that I try to tell folks is the fact that if you have a long-term care crisis, you know, you have a, a, a parent uh, or a grandparent or a spouse who's going downhill uh, you can see it coming or you're in crisis. They're in the hospital and they're trying to find a nursing home to place your loved one, uh, you know, those kinds of things. Those those are real crisis for folks um, because uh, it's there are very few families that have enough money to pay for that level of care um, from, for more than a few months before they run out of money. Obviously, some families have more than others, um, but but the fact is is that um, th- those families uh, need to see uh, an elder law attorney, someone who understands these issues, because most attorneys, most professionals, whether they're financial advisors or bankers. Uh, and the fact is is that uh, lawyers who are not experienced in elder law, they don't have a clue how to help you. Uh, the smart ones are going to refer you to an elder law attorney, but the fact is is the sooner that you get to one to where you can find out what is true and what the rules of the, ga- you know, what the rules of the game are, and how you can use those rules to the benefit of your family, that's huge. And so, you know, there's, there's myths, uh, there's half-truths out there, uh, but unless you go to someone who actually knows the rules, uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, another place where there's so much um, problem, and, and, you know, it's—and I'll— it, I've, if I could warn people, and maybe I am doing that now, but it's like, okay, you're in the hospital, and a, a social worker comes in and says, oh, uh, well, you clearly, you know, you, you have very little. You need to apply for Medicaid. I'll help you apply. Well, guess what? The, the social worker is trying to be helpful to you, But oftentimes, they're not. Oftentimes, what they're doing is disadvantageous because they don't know the rules well enough to know if you're actually eligible or not. And the fact is, is that most families are not eligible when they – if they let the social worker move forward and apply for Medicaid, and it's always a mistake – to apply for Medicaid without seeing an elder law attorney Uh, and I've just seen so many families go down that road and then they get denied and it's like oh well we got denied so that must be impossible for us to be on Medicaid unless we don't have anything and again that's the second mistake they're making because the fact is if an elder law attorney can oftentimes change the circumstances upon which they, so that they can apply successfully and quickly. You know, there's also another one where people think, oh, you have to move all your property five years before you ever need assistance. It's called the five-year look back. Guess what? That's another myth. Not true. Most of the families that we help in my law firm uh, are folks who are coming to us in crisis, not five years before any crisis. I mean, how do you predict you're going to have a crisis five years from now? Uh, you can't. And, and quite frankly, the folks who do five-year planning, more often than not, in my experience, are making a mistake in doing that planning. Um, so the fact is <laughs> that uh, if you don't get sound and timely advice— when you have uh, a situation like this or even when you're predicting an, an issue like this having the right documents in place is huge but it's not all about having the right documents it's about number one having the right documents and number two knowing what to do with them you know That
0: is part of knowing what to do. And that's why it's so difficult. uh, And we bring up that phrase, you don't know what you don't know, because it can put you down, put you in a situation where you're making the wrong choices or making a decision that could have some pretty severe financial consequences. If long-term care is a concern to you, you really want to attend one of Bill's free webinars. There's no cost to attend. It's free. It's highly educational that's what it's all about just about educating you on long-term care assistance you can go to wgalaw.com click on the seminars button at the top of the page register for the first webinar of 2023 that's happening on wednesday january 11th again if you want to learn more about medicaid and va benefits and other financial assistance that may be available to you when it comes to dealing with a long-term care crisis Go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. Bill also has a webinar dedicated to asset protection and trust planning as well. Again, WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. listening to asset protection today with attorney Bill Alexander go to wga law.com to learn more about bill schedule an appointment to speak with him or find more about his free webinars happening on Wednesday January 11th wga law.com i'm jason kong here with bill alexander and bill speaking of your webinars you just had your uh, monthly webinars this past Wednesday. I hope everything went well. Oh, it's always wonderful.
1: Yep. No, I'm, I enjoy teaching as much as I can. Uh, uh, the folks have to suffer through a couple hours of, of drivel, but, uh, you know, they learn a lot, and it's helpful to them. Uh, and I enjoy being able to do that. And of course, as you know, we do that each month, uh, and we, we have uh, a morning session on Um, long-term care issues, uh, the myths of Medicaid, if you will, and and what's available to them, what's not available. Sometimes it's just as important to know what you can't get as as the potential for programs that you can. And and then in the afternoon, we talk about uh, asset protection in a Very specific way in terms of what's out there that gives you asset protection and how you can do more for yourself if you, if if that's what you're inclined to do, and a lot of folks don't realize that you can. uh, While it's difficult and expensive to do things to create asset protection for yourself, once you get past the basics, which of course we go into as well, but in terms of getting a more sophisticated plan in place and having much more than just having liability insurance to protect you uh, or certain types of assets that give you protection, such as limited liability companies and and certain types, you know, life insurance and certain annuities and things like that that can, uh, their assets uh, or owning your real estate certain ways, th- those kinds of things. Um uh, but we you know we also go into how to use trust and a lot of folks don't realize that you can do for your spouse well, upon your death and your children you can actually give them a very effective asset protection plan. And quite frankly, that's what the majority of my well-to-do clients do is they create a plan that gives their children and grandchildren asset protection that they uh, could not, Uh, Create for themselves. Um, So anyway, that's something that's really important that we do go over in our webinars. And I hope people will join us in January when we uh, start back in the new year. Um, But I wanted to go back uh, and people have heard me say this again. The one document that, uh, the legal document, that people think they have right as a senior uh, is more often than not Wrong. <laughs> okay. What is it? The general durable power of attorney. You know, so many people wrongfully believe that since they have a general power of attorney, their agent can sign anything, do anything uh, on their behalf. And the the answer to that is no, that's not true at all. A normal, what most people get with a general durable power of attorney is a very limited document. It allows your agent to pay your bills, uh, sell your truck, sell your home, but tr- in terms of doing asset protection, no. It's not sufficient to allow you, on behalf of your loved one, to move property around in such a way that will give it asset protection for your loved one and for the family. and. That is such an important thing to do. So that's why I. I I mean, ninety-nine percent of the time when people say, "Oh, I've got a power of attorney," I say, "Okay, let me see it." And more often than not, I said, "Well, do you know you can't do this? You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that." And they say, "Oh, we didn't know that at all." And so, in essence, we almost always end up doing an advanced power of attorney that gives far broader authority to our. Uh, a a trusted agent now if a person doesn't have a trusted agent you can't do a thing like that Uh, but most people do have a trusted agent in their spouse or in one or more of their children so but not everybody is that fortunate that's that's for sure um so you know that is a mistake that so many people make and and oftentimes people come to us and, and um and what they uh, they don't come to us timely and timeliness you know it's so important to get sound advice and timely advice some families are luckier than others and and i had a i had a consult this week a wonderful family um the had the son come in and the daughter was was on telephone conference with us uh and we do that regularly um, and they, they were very fortunate. They No, they didn't have the right general durable power of attorney. But it was the unique situation where I had to tell them, you should not do Medicaid planning. You know, dad was in a care home, uh, $11,000 per month. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are scary when people realize how expensive it is. And mom was in an, is in an independent living community that's pretty expensive, but the fact is, they had dad has really good income. He had a pension and Social Security, uh, so he was the breadwinner. Lots, you know, lots of income and investment income as well. They had a really nice nest egg. And the fact is, is that doing Medicaid planning would have done them more harm than good and once we got through us you know the fact that they weren't timely in coming in to get because dad couldn't sign a document uh and if i had if it had been a case where we would have said yes you need to do medicaid planning and you need to go forward with it right now i would have had to gone to court to get permission which would have delayed us by at least two months or longer in terms of being able to do what they needed to do now if they had come to me a year or two ago, before dad's dementia got worse, where he could have signed documents, then they could have had the right documents in place. But the luck for them was the document they had worked because they didn't need to do asset protection planning. They needed, actually for them, they, they needed to do better financial planning so that they could increase their Income to have the income necessary to pay for mom and dad both. But, you know, so some people get lucky like that, uh, uh, but most people don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: why you need to be ahead of the game. Schedule an appointment to speak with an elder law attorney. Make sure that you have the right documents in place. You don't want to be dealing with this in the midst of a long term care crisis. That is hard enough. To deal with, so any preparation you can do on the front end really does go a long way. If you want to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill, you can go to wgalaw.com. You can also register there for Bill's free webinars. The next set's happening on Wednesday, January 11th. There's no cost to attend, it's free, it's educational. It is information that will truly help you if you do end up dealing with a long-term care crisis in that morning webinar. And uh, again, it's really hard to get quality information related to long-term care assistance, financial assistance for you. So, hey, this is a free opportunity for you. And if you attend one of Bill webinars, you also are eligible for a free consultation afterwards, which... Uh, is incredibly valuable if you have questions and need to speak with an elder law attorney. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page to register or call the office, 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. WGA Law.com is where you can go to learn more about Bill, schedule an appointment to speak with him, or find more about his free webinars. WGA Law.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, and Bill, we're talking about you don't know what you don't know and myths when it comes to. Uh, Medicaid and
1: long-term care assistance. Well, the last one I'm going to take is another common myth, and that is I need to gift my home or my farm to my children early on in order to protect it. Well, the fact is, is that more often than not is a very bad idea. And guess what? You can go to a real estate attorney and they can do a deed and transfer your home to your children. Uh, or grandchildren or however you want to do it or your farm, they know how to transfer it. But oftentimes that's the worst thing you can possibly do. Number one, you lose control of your ability to manage your home uh, and you've given it over to your children. And sometimes your children are at much higher risk for problems uh, than you are, you know, as a senior. Uh, Secondly, if you don't make that transfer correctly with sound tax advice. If you end up needing to sell your home or part of your farm, you end up with unnecessary taxes. I don't have a single client who wants to pay the government more in tax than uh, what is absolutely necessary. And by transferring your home to your children, you actually have created a very bad tax situation for them if, if your home needs to be sold during your lifetime or after your death because you lose that step up in income tax basis at your death, which your children would very much appreciate to have no income tax uh, after after your death if the home uh, is sold at that time. Um, so. Uh, Between some really bad tax situations, you've also created a five-year look-back problem with Medicaid with a sanction involved. So the bottom line is, more often than not, that's a very, very bad idea. (laughs) Again, you want to speak with an elder law attorney
0: before you make any major decisions like that because it can cost you. It can be a very, very expensive endeavor and have huge tax implications go to wgalaw.com if you want to schedule an appointment to speak with bill or you can find information about bill's free webinars wgalaw.com a quick break and back with more this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander we'll be right back after this This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And, Bill, we're just about out of time. Any last words as we head into the final week before Christmas?
1: Well, just a no-brainer. I mean, if you were diagnosed with stage 1 pancreatic cancer, would you say, "Man, I'm not going to go to a doctor, you know? Or would you say, I'm going to let my primary care physician take care of this? No, you wouldn't do that. You'd go to an expert. Well, same thing's true for seniors. Why would you go to a an estate planning attorney or a general practice attorney when you really need to go to an elder law attorney for these kinds of issues? I mean, it's truthfully, it's a no-brainer.
0: That's a very good point. Wgalaw.com. If you want to speak with an elder law attorney, get a hold of Bill. You can also find information about Bill's free webinars there. Wgalaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page. Call the office if you would like. 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. That will do it for us today. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong. Thanking you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful weekend.